Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of the Crubcast. My name is Kevin. I'm your host today, also known as the Golden Bolt here on YouTube and other platforms. I'm also here with some of my co-crubbers, uh, the man who just stared at me weirdly to my right stage left, that Trav guy. Hi, Trav. Ah! Hey, how's uh, it going? Why'd you yell at me? I don't like that. I didn't he know saw the crypt I was facing. Uh, that scared. was the luscious voice of famous Twitch streamer JTart9, also known as Justin. Justin, how are uh, you today? I'm doing pretty well, I'm not going to lie. I finally got some days off from work, and I've just been catching up on sleep, so I'm, I'm feeling really good. It's also rabbit hunting season behind you, I, I'm noticing. <laughs> on uh, the, on, on, for the YouTuber, for the YouTube audience, yeah. Yeah, there's for the a, audio listeners, Justin the has a weird uh, green screen behind oh, him. And, the Twitch and audience, we yeah. also have uh, Chris Mykonos fan here. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm good. I'm in LeBron James's room. That's my background. So I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> so Hi, LeBron uh, James. We have an interesting hey, topic in store today, uh, and it's similar to LeBron. It's creatures that don't exist. Uh, so we are going to talk about cryptids, but not in the sense of a podcast about cryptids or an unsolved mysteries sort of thing about cryptids. No, no, no. We're going to make one. We're going to make our own cryptid, and Trav, by the end of this stream, by the end of this recording of the podcast, will be drawing that cryptid for us and showing it on air on the YouTube version. For the audio listeners, there will be a copy of that uh, link in the show notes, so you can check out the cryptid yourself. Um, it will also be the thumbnail for the stream on all listening platforms. Yes, yes, that is now a fact. So take that, Chris. <laughs> it's true. So, it will be. Uh, if you're not familiar with cryptids, Chris, you're a bit of a, a local cryptid expert uh, as far as uh, we are concerned here at the Crubcast. So tell us what a cryptid is. A cryptid is a creature that is purported to have exist, but no one can prove it. Kind of like my father past age 18. I haven't seen him in a while. Dude, me too. That's crazy. But I'm also local to the Mothman, probably... Second most popular behind the Loch Ness monster, right? I have to imagine. I guess like Bigfoot Yeti is, is up Bigfoot. There. Oh, right, yeah, Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. As I was talking, snowman. Uh, I was shorts. I was unwinding the, the, my own self-importance relative to the thing. It's like, oh, it's not that popular, right? Um, no, no, it's fair. The Flatwoods monster is also a few hours from here. I've been there. Like the aliens from Majora's Mask were based on it. So Ooh, that one's gone around. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I will contribute so, nothing to this discussion. So That's uh, bye, Chris. <laughs> yeah, to 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 summarize, cryptids are those weird semi-mythological creatures that people say exists, the swamp monsters uh, and the like. And uh, I had the brilliant idea of having us workshop a new cryptid together so that we can then fool the world into thinking this thing exists. So that is our goal. My, my fellow crubbers watching and listening to this is to tell your friends that there is a, a cryptid that you heard about uh, and we will name it and we will give you its backstory by the end of this by the end of this podcast today. So we all kind of brought our own flavor into the mix of what we think makes a cryptid. So, for example, one of the things that I think makes a cryptid is uh, a location of choice mm. in which it would be believable. And I have a pitch for the three of you that I think is the right place for our cryptid to be home, or to be housed, to be located, for his Lay range of me. existence to be. Uh, I like so my for example, rehomed. For example, it's an, it's an adopted cryptid. For example, yeah. Chris, uh, you have the Mothman, which exists local to you, and uh, it has very woodlandy type features. 
uh, it exists in that in that region. I'm being very vague here because, yeah. Um, tell me a little more about Mothman before we go further. The Mothman has been tied to disasters of sorts, right? With the Silver Bridge of Point Pleasant, West Virginia collapsing, like some specific amount of months after its first purported sighting, like to the day. So some people see it as like a warning that the bridge was going to fall and kill like 40 some people or something like that. It was seen in a TNT bunker off into the woods around here. So that's pretty cool. Wasn't it like a nuclear bunker? Was it like a a nuclear silo or something like that? Was that what it was? Because people thought it was mutated. Just the TNT bunker, but maybe there is some mutated stuff around here. It's, it's It's been a minute. Okay. It's kind of uh, a fact notice, of life around here, so I'm just like, yeah, probably. That's fair. You'll notice that a lot of cryptids are in areas where it wouldn't be easy to find one. There's no New York cryptid, or if there is, it's in the sewers. Um, because it's got to be believable. They are not, they are real. Mm-hmm. What? They're, the Ninja Turtles are real. You can't, don't tell me they're fake. It's like Santa. Santa's a, cryptid. Santa's a cryptid. Santa's a cryptid. Santa's a cryptid. So, uh, my idea for the, the Ninja location. Ninja Turtles are real? Of our cryptid, Ohio. Mm. I think it should be Ohio. Because there's no proof that Ohio exists. There's nobody that goes there. There's nobody no. that lives there. I mean, it's the middle does. of nowhere. It's not and even like it's abandoned. It's like yeah. no one lived so, there. So if we put it in Ohio, people would believe it because no one goes there. So they'd be like, yeah, I believe Ohio. I um, he if, was from Ohio. If, if you guys guy. are open, you are pointing, pointing on our audio podcast. Uh, <laughs> Justin, where do you think our cryptid should be, if not Ohio? Yeah, what, um, what's you doing better, guy? I like Oklahoma. That's another, that's another state that I forget exists because it's just another Ooh. part of Texas. Like you the want tornado me to, monster. Can I yeah. put forth an even more forgettable state? South Dakota. Okay. South Dakota? What about you, Iowa? Is it, doesn't ever, South Dakota have Mount, uh, Mount Rushmore or is that North Dakota? I think South has Mount Rushmore. North Dakota, then. North Dakota. Okay. Have you ever met someone from North Dakota? No. I haven't. Yeah, no, I don't think I have. I met someone who moved there, I think, once. I was like a kid I went to school with. Is that like Arkansas? No, no, Arkansas is the just other Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, it's the other Kansas. There's oh, Arkansas okay. and then their Kansas. Yeah, like Arkham <laughs> Asylum. That's okay, where so, they get it from. so we've narrowed down Ohio, Oklahoma, North Dakota. Trav, do you have any... Uh, do you have a preference? I got a, uh, has anyone... Uh, how many do we have? Is that three? That's three. So if you if you okay, want one I'd of those, like, then vote one of those two. Well, no, I'd like to vote for Delaware. We could do Delaware. Delaware's pretty barren. Delaware's small, but no one goes there unless they're going through to another state. We did meet the chicken cheese man who's debatably a cryptid. We have no yes. proof he existed other than the sopping wet chicken cheese sandwich that he ordered. At Burger King. I'm not going to lie. In your, I, in I your forgot bag. if you wanted to save Delaware as some big reveal because we were talking about it in the pre-show. Already no, no, no. Okay. Although, speaking of the pre-show, for those that aren't familiar, we do stream these recordings live on Twitch this week on YouTube uh, at youtube.com slash at Krub Official, twitch.tv slash Krub underscore official. Uh, so if you'd like the intention. exclusive pre- and post-show access to those things, you can uh, hang out with us before and after the recordings here. Have a good time. Talk to us more about what we're talking about. Uh, and if you are in the audience, Audio realm, uh, definitely subscribe to the YouTube for a lot of our other discussion content. Trav and I just talked about the Starfield video game that is yes. coming out uh, as of the time of recording, literally the moment that we're uh, streaming this right now, pretty much. So it uh, was not live, so we have some stuff that will not be live. 
yeah, it's a spoiler-free discussion, um, but you will probably enjoy it, and a lot of our bonus stuff will go only to the YouTube. If you like yes. the audio realm, you can listen at crub.org. You can find all of our audio links, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so so become a subscriber or else. Um, so we have Delaware, Ohio, Oklahoma, and North Dakota. I South like Dakota. Delaware a lot, South actually. I, I'm kind of, I'm leaning Delaware. I thought about it during the plug, and I was like, it's... It, it feels like it shouldn't have something due to its size, but I think that actually mm. kind of works in its favor, right? It feels like it's easy to miss something that's well, hiding there. It's like the Jersey Devil, almost. Like, you don't think it should exist. Because yeah. they're like, oh, it's in the forests of New Jersey. They don't exist. Yeah. Like, right? There's a forest in New Jersey? Not really, no. It's all swamps oh. and stuff. It's not, <laughs> swamps. not at all swamps. Hmm. But, oh, yeah, okay. Um, there's swamps all over New Jersey. Come on now. All right, Shrek. Oh. I've never been. No, I, wait, no, I did drive through New Jersey. I could say that. Uh, another thing about cryptids that I think is important uh, is a scary yet believable story about its features that is vague enough that it can change frequently. So we need a number of features for our cryptid, for the Krub cryptid, that could either all exist in one creature or that are, uh, have enough crossover that multiple of them could exist on this creature at once. I mean, yeah, so, if we could make this as diverse as the Chupacabra, like, yeah, there, there's so many people, like, is it a lizard? Is it like a wolf? Is it a bird? So the, the one of the earliest sightings of the Chupacabra, I, I know this off memory, I'm not looking this up. One of the earliest sightings of it compared it to a vulture, a really large vulture. And that's nothing like how we, you know, perceive the Chupacabra today. Yeah, and these stories I change I purposely over didn't time tell you guys this. I used to be obsessed with cryptids. I was waiting until we Ooh, started streaming to just big, geek the out about The big reveal. This. Yes, I, like that. I, I used to be obsessed with this stuff. Mm. Okay, so my pitch, um, I will go first here. Horse legs. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course. At least, at least two horse legs. It doesn't need to be four. It can be a centaur. But I think it needs two, like, backwards knee horse legs. Okay. Justin, what do you think about features for your cryptid? I think that it should be only feet. Um, like what does that uh, mean? A, what is um, it? A, like what a would you like to tell us, well, Justin? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do you mean only feet, as in like made up of various feet throughout its yes. entire body, or yes. all of its limbs are feet? No, because no, the, the the first one. The foot monster sounds like a thing that would exist in like a Shin Megami Tensei fight. I don't okay. think, I'm thinking, like, that's someone's I'm fetish. Because I'm thinking it like rolls on the floor. Justin just looks like, down the door. He's like, I want this to be impossible I, for Trav to Justin just, yeah, Justin just wants me to draw feet, and I'm not having that. <laughs> See, I mean, I, I suggested horse legs, because Trav then has to draw a horse as part of this, and drawing a horse is notoriously the hardest thing to do for any <laughs> artist. So. So feet is not you, too bad. Yeah. Um, are you, so are you, you just trying wanna, to solo me out? Are, are you, do you just want a Goron made out of feet, Justin? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm just thinking that, like, what if, like, all of its... All of the people that it takes, it takes their feet, and it just adds itself oh. to the mass. Oh, okay. It's the it's the uh, what was that big like uh, pine cone monster from Skyward Sword that you had to fight like three times? It's gonna oh, be that, but made demise. of feet. Demise. Oh, yeah. Uh, demise. No, the uh, not demise. The, the, the imprisoned. Um, the imprisoned. Imprisoned. Yes. Oh, that thing. Yes, feet imprisoned. I like this because that is just built in, like, to scare kids, too, right? Like, oh, don't run out with your bare feet. You know, make sure you put your shoes on before you leave the house or the exactly. Delawarean foot them. monster will get you and take your feet. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a, that a, is a, good. Now we have lore. Like, it okay. was to scare children into wearing something over their feet. 
Yeah, that's they kept, everyone. Everyone was walking around barefoot. So now we need a, a reason for why we shouldn't be barefoot in Delaware. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Know, okay. And make sure you bring your shoes inside because kids have left their shoes outside negligently and they found bite marks in the morning okay. when they went outside. You know what? This, yeah, they this is how shoes. This is how those shoes end up on those like power cables up there. It just there. chucks them up there. <laughs> yeah, it it like that's what it does. Are we, like, saying, it, does are we saying that this cryptid sells drugs? Because that's yeah. that's what it sounds like we're saying. It, it feels like we're describing an addict. Yeah. No, no, no. You see, you see, where people sell drugs is now dictated by this monster. Oh, they use Ooh. drugs to get so, away from the so, fear of so the cryptid. This okay. monster is the plug. Okay. <laughs> so. The plug? So so let me let me take that and I'll posit you a follow up idea. Okay. You bring the shoes inside because they they either find bite marks or that is where its children's eggs are, oh my and God. they hatch and they take your feet. Okay. okay. So, oh, so, so like, it's like a banana spider, like the spiders that you find in banana boxes where you gotta be careful yeah, yeah, with yeah. them. Right. Uh, it's like that, but with with your shoes, and that's why you should not take your shoes off unless you are inside, and potentially. Not take them off, period. <laughs> Instead, buying these little silicone condoms for your <laughs> shoes. Mm. This is the natural endpoint for this, I think. Yeah. So how does oh, the, how podcast, do the horse legs yeah. factor into the... Uh, so the horse legs are like That's... its main... You know how like crabs and spiders, they actually crabs. have like a fifth... They have a fifth set of appendages, but it's just to like grab food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what the horse legs are for. See, what I think, <laughs> what I think the horse legs are for is that's what the cryptid looks like without any of its victims' feet. Just two so, horse legs. Wait, does it shed feet no, then? No. Like every winter, it sheds its feet. Okay, so no, no, we no. need to we need to work the out amount two of, stages. The it amount of the feet raw... that it has, the amount of feet that it has, is how many victims have it has claimed. Yeah, the raw form is just the horse legs, and then so it's Giratina. It it's kind it's, of like, yeah, yeah. It's Giratina, but instead of like those little pincers, it's just got millions of horse legs. Feet. And then <laughs> the feet. Horse legs, yes. Yeah. Okay. Biblically accurate horse legs. So I think we need the horse legs because that'll make it move faster. So well, it'll, have, it'll have at least one horsepower. It'll have horse the power. horse's speed <laughs> so that it can hunt people down in the woods of Delaware. The woods and the swamps and the mires of Delaware. The I think mires. that works. The Myerlands of Delaware, yeah. I think that works. Now, do we want to make it a semi-aquatic creature, like a crab? Because Delaware is no, near I, water. I think that it should be a land dweller. Landlocked? Okay, okay. Mm. As soon as That's you fair. make it to the ocean, you're safe. Okay, now, Chris. That's uh, why you can go into the ocean without shoes on. You don't need shoes like, I mean, in the ocean. Fish don't have feet. But they that's where they get them. you. Yeah, like the, it's just it, the, 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 the foot monsters just standing on the edge of the beach just waiting for you to get out with a baseball bat. <laughs> I, so I have an idea because it's going to be gonna hard for I'm going to draw this thing looking into the ocean just with the, the man, man impact font. <laughs> so, so just yearning. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I'll let you I'll let you finish. Well, so I was gonna say, going to say the thought about the feet that concerns me is people are going to have to imagine this creature with millions of feet. And I mm-hmm. fear that that's going to make it hard for A, for Trav to draw and B, for us to be no, able to spread okay. into the world. As a creature, because it needs to be like... I already kind of know how I want it drawn. I'll be real. Okay. Okay. So I'm imagining it with no eyes, no no sensory organs visible. So it's a no Uh, idea. And also, it has a big fin going down its back, and that fin is actually like a big human foot. (laughs) 
I can. This so is like just the, the this big, is just a Dan Schneider sketch. <laughs> yeah, Dan that Schneider. is what this is. That is all this is. I, hmm, I'm not sold on the million feet idea. Okay, I think I, it, I, it's I like a rudimentary rucksack or something that it stores the feet in, maybe. Yeah. Well, so so here, so it's like a hunchback, and he carries the okay. sack of feet. Okay. No, that works because what I was going <laughs> to say was that this creature. So another thing is, you need an origin story for this creature. So my idea is that the creature has mob origins. It's not mob created, but you know how you people make the concrete shoes and they throw you in the water. Mm-hmm. That's a very like a classic mobster thing. Yes. What oh, if so what if those feet are the first feet that this creature takes? That's why I was suggesting water based. It can like okay. it can swim in rivers. So the first <laughs> thing that breaks off of a decomposing body, I only know this because of this mob story, I swear, is that the the legs will like the, the the joints, so like the the wrists and the feet, are the first things that tend to uh, decompose because they're the the closest to bone. So, how do we want the human feet looking on it? Do we want them like skeletal feet? Well, so so the idea is, if instead of giving it millions of feet, it it physically carries a sack of the the oh, feet of its victims. Carries a sack of foot bones. Yeah, like I Santa. Like well, almost. it starts with the foot bones because it carries the it- sack it was thrown into the river with to stuff other people's feet into can we tie rabbit yeah. feet to this somehow that's what he has around his neck okay what? that's his like good luck charm is the rabbit feet what if the rabbit feet thing started because of the, the, because the of pushback the against they the fell, creature there was such a small hole that that was the only type of foot that fell through as it traveled the nation <laughs> well no no i was thinking like uh that this story exists as of like even pre-mob times so like 1700s and then over the years, the rabbit foot uh, lucky concept, we can say, was partially adopted in the United States because of a fear of your feet being taken. It's an so that's why to it's the good luck. Gremlin. Yeah, <laughs> this thing needs a good name. Yeah, we don't have a name yet. We do so not have a name. We yet. have we have the sort of the origin story, the mob ties. That's important. We have a general idea of what it does, where it takes feet and it makes you wear shoes, or mm. else. So that's good. Um, I know, Trav, you said you didn't want it to have eyes. Has that changed with... I'm fine the- with it. It needs to look not human, though. I think it needs yes. red eyes. The one thing I red would want to take from eyes. I, my Red local, glowing eyes always is good. Yeah, like yeah. everything around this state at least has red glowing eyes, and I feel like that's just a necessary mm-hmm. staple for a cryptid at this point. Yeah. I'm thinking bat ears. Bat ears? Because you can have like a... A good sense of hearing if you don't have good see, uh, sight with your red piercing eyes. It would be good to have like bat-like ears because then we can say that it's a number of different creatures when people theorize what it is. Finally mm-hmm. tuned to hear the crunching of so feet and leaves thing, in autumn. Yeah. Is this thing anthropomorphic? Does it stand upright? Is it a biped? So let me take that and I'll, before we get to that, it doesn't just go after human feet either. So it's not it's not not specifically rabbit feet, but you'll find creatures in the woods with their feet gnawed off, but only the feet, only and the nothing feet. else. And people excuse it as them trying to get out of bear traps. Yeah. <laughs> what if the creature its origin was that it fell into a bear trap, so it's missing one foot, and it's trying to okay. replace it. Well, so that's I think that gives I it too much. I feet. like that idea. It gives it too much sentience, but that's what the theory can be. Because mm-hmm. the the explainable version of this is that it's just something that just eats appendages. It's just a creature, you know. What if mm-hmm. we just call it Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we are soaring a little close to that. Uh, 
Hmm. Well, Bigfoot is. I think. I think Bigfoot's he, just a. A dude. Just a dude. He just has big feet. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't think he kills. He just kind of exists. You know? Name wise, for no, close. no, no. I saw that documentary on the History Channel. He pulled a guy in half. How about the Delawarean to toe grabber? No, because that sounds fake. Uh, hmm. What's the, I want it to be something that what's we a can what's put a remote on, city like, in Delaware? Hold on, the the Dover Tover cities oh. in Delaware. The Dover Tover. All right, it's just we got, Dover. We got a few names to build from the Dover Toll Troll. All right, now I need synonyms for feet. Um, computer enhance. So, so uh, Justin, what are we missing so far? We're missing something to make it marketable because every cryptid that's super famous is somehow then turned into something profitable. And, and that's why I didn't want it to be just feet mm -hmm. because then that feels too weird. That feels like a fetish thing. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, nothing so like, about this has been a fetish thing. Like the Jersey <laughs> devil is turned into a hockey team. Like, like, um, St. Louis has like this thing called a billykin oh. and the one of the St. Louis teams for their college, their entire mascot is a billykin. So we need it to be commodified. Thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so what if we make it semi by four syllables, Jersey devil. So, so that's a good point. We should have, it should have limited amounts of syllables, but what if we make it semi bipedal? It's on the horse legs, but it, it has that billy goat vibe to it like it's, it's bipedal but it has a hunchback so it kind of lean it drags its hands on the floor yeah like maybe it runs I'm on okay all fours when it wants to go fast mm -hmm. but it does stand on hind legs like a like a prairie dog does he have like big arms how or big is he... this creature that we didn't yeah, ask how girthy three and a half feet tall i was gonna I say three and a half feet lanky, or is it thick and chunky the i think bottom is thick the, the bottom is slender Bottom is thick. So it's flared at the base. is mm -hmm. slender. This just sounds like a sex thing. The Dover Billy Horse. Good Billy Goat Horse. Dover Billy Horse. Not too much. It's uneven. It has to be even syllables. Well, what, if we, two, what if we get rid four. of the, the regional part? Because there's just the Chupacabra. It's not the, it's not the Texas Chupacabra. True. So we just call it the Billy Horse. Yeah. The Billy the Horse. Billy, I like oh, that. Hold on. We need, we need to someone. We need to check for the copyright. On Se, SEO <laughs> that. SEO the Billy Horse. Trav, Trav search yeah, for the Billy Horse. SEO the Billy Horse. <laughs> no, Billy it, Horse was a real thing. It was the longest living horse on record. Oh, wait, we could use that. <laughs> what if it's still alive? It's second yeah. in life. This is the Billy Horse. Okay. The The remains that are left in that museum are fake. Son of Billy Horse. <laughs> Son of Billy Horse. Son, Son of Billy of Horse. Billy I... Horse. Because hmm. then, well, okay, then, okay. then, you, then you have the idea that it's... Maybe related to the legend of the Billy Horse. If but we want to even out the syllables, we could do "Son of the Billy Horse." What, if, what if you did? What if you did Billy Horse Junior? <laughs> that does not sound like a creature nope. that you should be afraid that of. That sounds like someone that I want to nurture back into health. That that's a restaurant that SpongeBob gets sent to. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he um, he didn't use his vacation time. Okay, so Bride of Billy Horse. I kind of like so. So Son of Billy Horse, I don't think will work because that sounds like a Chucky movie now that you mentioned that. Um, I kind of like Billy Horse, though. Because okay. there could be a separate, like, page on Wikipedia for the, the, the cultural Billy Horse. Billy Horse parentheses monster. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about Benjamin Horse? That's terrible. Why? 
What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay, we'll continue. Okay, okay, so we have three and a half feet tall. So it it's not oh so specifically he's it's not specifically a horse, but it's it's small with powerful horse legs that it can use to run at speeds of thirty five miles an hour. It's gotta be quick. You gotta fear this thing, right? Thirty miles an hour. It runs faster than the fastest human. Like it may not outpower you specifically, but it's so fast that you couldn't get away from so it. So I'm imagining it. It has mm. the the ratio from ground to head level of a Dorito. Because <laughs> like it's thick at the bottom and slender at the top, right? <laughs> That'd be a great silhouette. Just a stupid triangle. <laughs> Just it shows up in the forest. You see red <laughs> piercing eyes and a mom I threw up stance from a fucking Dorito. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on. All right. I'm breaking this out early. I'm sorry. Uh oh. No, it's oh. my drawing tablet. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So so three and a half feet. I liked that, Chris. Uh, speed thirty-ish miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Uh. Let's say that its front legs. We haven't described its front legs yet, but its front arm appendage legs, whatever they are. Uh, there are claw marks on trees. In the springtime. <laughs> okay. It's so because then, specific. wait, why spring? Because in springtime, that's when it. You know how, like, um, when deer, uh, when 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 male deer or elks are in like their um, mating period, they have they like they rub their uh, antlers on trees. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that, but it's it's seasonal. So if you see those marks in spring, you know he's been run. by. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of mouth or face are we giving this thing? I'm literally just imagining like a goat head with red eyes. Okay. I'm thinking snout, snout. Like, a, like a coyote snout. Ooh, ooh, like a like a long coyote nose. You know help what I mean? Him, help him sniff out the feet. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining like <laughs> God. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind saying of imagining what he do. That is what he do. And does he yeah. have horns, or is it just the bat ears? Little horns. Bat ears. I, I don't think it. I don't Small think it has horns. horns. Small horns, bad ears. Small horns, okay. Like small ones, like maybe a, maybe a centimeter centimeter tall, or two centimeters tall. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm imagining like appendages of different animals, all mishmashed into one beast. And then which so, arm is he using to hold his sack? Left. Left. Yeah. Um. So so my thought, Justin, is we don't want it to be too many amalgams of different animals conceptually because then it becomes harder to describe like we wanted to have some features that can be mistaken for multiple creatures yes, like bigfoot is just a bear the chupacabra yeah. is just a coyote but it has descriptions that are vulture-esque depending on what kind of creature it is mm. you know what i mean mm. uh the loch ness monster could be like a plesiosaur that's the ostensible it's not but it, it could be uh and historically is considered from the original be. description of it that's what, yes yeah so it's like it's a creature that you could believe feasibly was mutated from another existing creature. Because that's the explanation for why it's not real, is that it's just a big coyote with hoofs somehow, or it's a bastardized horse like it's a billy goat. So it has the hoofs, but for whatever reason, it was malformed, mm -hmm. you know, and gained horse legs. It's speed helps that too, because the thing is front arms are those still going to be legs or are they arms i think they're I think, legs but they kind of hang down like he wasn't meant to be bipedal if that makes sense so okay. Okay. so like like not like dog paws 
but like they have the the functionality where it can't grab but it has like maybe it has like fingers like little like yeah because it has to have a way to hold the sack true (laughs) well i was just imagining that being draped over the shoulder Um, or we can or we can change the sack that it carries it in its mouth and so it drops it and like brings it to its cave and then when it moves for the winter, it brings the sack and with then, it. All right. Is this sack like a going to be made from cloth that it finds? Or are we talking like a Walmart plastic bag? Cloth, like a, like a burlap okay. sack. It's got to be burlap. Yeah, it's got to be sturdy enough. Because that's also feet. burlap has like some mob connotations to me as well, yeah, yeah. I think. So it'd be believable that it was like a similar like. Oh, it's weird that we found this creature, but like, or we found this this body from that was killed by mobsters, but its legs were not off or whatever, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I I like this so far. I'm trying How to think of what else. How long has this thing been around? I'm saying like 300 years. Like it first reported in the 1700s, but no one believed it for a while. But there was enough there that people would uh, start to associate rabbit's feet, like the luck of rabbit's feet, with avoiding the billy horse and it's a story that's been lost but recently we found old descriptions of it from journal writing Mm -hmm. because it's in delaware so it would exist in the 1700s you know it would maybe 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 17th century even maybe Mm -hmm. 1600s like like early colonists Mm -hmm. because that could work 100 percent. okay there's enough ambiguity for it to feasibly reproduce somehow right if you start to be like it wouldn't be alive that long it, it's probably just a, a funny-looking horse. Yeah. Is there is there any specific thing to Delaware that has a um, spooky nature to it? Like a sort of like how I said the Mothman thing. I know I've heard it be related to like old weapon silos and somehow mutated from that. Mm-hmm. Is there something in Delaware, like in the soil? Nuclear waste, Delaware. <laughs> What a search term outside of the context of this conversation. Because I'm thinking like if it's like, oh, the soil profile of Delaware is not very good. It's very high in arsenic or something. We could use um, some of the witch hunts back in the day. Health and we could use that in Delaware. We could I use. Lo- yeah, I yeah, yeah. Up. I looked it up. There's one witch trial that happened in colonial Delaware. She was a Swedish settler who came to be known as Witch of Ridley Creek. That would work because then I think witches would also make sense with the rabbit's feet thing and people wouldn't believe them. Mm-hmm. And you so could it's also coming say together. The, the lore is coming together. And then you could maybe say the Billy Horse was created by the Witch of Ridley Creek. I'm not sure how kosher these things are these days, but the, there are some parallels to be drawn because there is some indication that some people believe that with the Mothman, Chief Cornstock cursed the area of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And that the Mothman okay. is the resulting curse yeah, yeah. being made real, like, decades yeah. or hundreds of years later. So we have a bunch of different possible origin stories, which is what we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of those can be relayed and be believable. So we can just tell them, like, we can just tell five different stories to five different people and let them propagate the story. Yeah. And then delete yeah. this And then everyone's like, that's no not course. where I heard it. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So we have most of the physical description. We don't have a, we don't have a cry. What kind of cry does it have? Does it? No. Does it have a? <laughs> it's a whale. It's a sad narwhal. Um, 
So we could have run. It's trying to make its way to the ocean, so it's mimicking whale noises, hoping it'll evolve. So if we give it, so we're giving it a snout, like a wolf-like snout, right? Yeah. Okay. So we could give it a a like a deep howl, potentially. Like not like a wolf howl, but like something that would be distinct for. For Have like you ever a heard uh, the sound of a uh, mountain lion in heat? Could you do uh, it for us? Every Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Uh, it sounds a lot like... Ah! It legit sounds like someone's screaming. It, it, I'm not making this up. I no, that, that is real. I think that that's is real. Uh, actually perfect because it has the... It could be a person screaming. It could be an animal in danger, attacking, being attacked. Or it could be... The billy horse. I like that. What if it throws its screams so it has multiple intonations <laughs> that it can scream in to lure people towards it thinking it's a human scream? Mm. So you would go to save somebody. You would go to save go somebody to save in somebody. the forest or by and the creek. Your, and in your rush to go and save that person by the creek, you didn't put your shoes on when you left the I'm house. I'm going to give it human <laughs> lips. And the... <laughs> Why? And, and the billy horse is stalking you as you're then chasing the, sa- the, the, the the location of the initial scream. So then once you're in an isolated area, it it strikes. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, we could we, th- I can work with that. Mm-hmm. It has to be able to jump at least six feet in the air to get at someone's neck. Well, yeah, maybe. it has horse feet, so... yeah. It has powerful legs, yeah. And this it runs on all fours, for sure. It, it, it can it can stand on hind legs, but it runs on all fours. But it's not supposed to. So are we saying that the sack is kind of like a messenger bag that goes around over its shoulder? Well, I, I was saying that the sack, like, I still think the sack should be carried in mouth. So it keeps the sack in a cave somewhere. Okay. And then when it's traveling to a new, like, making a new home for itself, you'll see the the dirt path of the track it's carrying like of, of, of the I'm sorry of the sack it's carrying as like a pathway being dug into like the brush because I think it'd be tough for it to make the noises if it was carrying the sack in its mouth that's the issue well, well that, that's why yeah, exactly. that's why it's screaming because it drops it and it gets sad <laughs> I, I can't disagree with that I still think I still think it carries it only when it's traveling when it's moving to a new home and it keeps it in its lair. So it takes the feet back to the lair and then when it's moving from place to place, then it puts all of it in the pouch and then carries it via mouth. I feel like if it's smart enough to trick people with its howl, it's smart enough to release the bag, howl, and then bite it again and run. It is, but my thought is if it's chasing prey, then... That's more drag. Oh, true. It's more drag. And I like the idea of the, the visual of... There's a there's a there's a dichotomy visual here of the person whose legs were bitten off crawling away and there's like a blood pool behind him or something like that where the legs would be and the same sort of drag marks you can find in the dirt and in the the forest when Horse it's moving to a new home. Well, get- no, no, I'm t- there's two separate trails that this thing can leave. One is the trail of somebody crawling away after its feet have been eaten off at the ankles or whatever, and then one is the bag. That it carries Dragged as it travels. Ground. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's like then. Then there's multiple layers to like. Anytime you see anything being dragged, anytime you see scratch marks on trees, like there's multiple reasons to be nervous in the state of Delaware. All right. So, this was my very <laughs> rough sketch 
at first, and I okay. only did this with my mouth. My mouse, not my mouth. Whoa. Um, Your mouth? Oh, you're getting into character here. I'm yeah, getting, getting into, into character. character. Hey Siri, uh, so draw this shit. This isn't my, uh, this isn't what I was going to draw for the stream. I'm about to move over. My mic quality is about to worsen, uh, assuming that we're ready to move on to the sketching phase. Um, but here, here's what I, here's what I did. <laughs> you, you know, really did draw a Dorito. Dorito. <laughs> it is in fact a Dorito. For so, audio so, listeners, please allow me to uh, shed some light on this for you. It is extremely triangular with a top point, but it looks circular along the way up to the top with pointed bat-like ears, two red glowing eyes, and highlights to show the snout features. Please check show notes, but... Im imagine a Dorito that is ribbed for your pleasure <laughs> and has horns. That is what we're referring to right now. There's no horse legs! So... <laughs> So, so I thought <laughs> I figured we just use this as a jumping off point. But okay. Let's, right. let's, let's Shit. jump. Uh, let, so like we so use we this and then down. go, no, I don't like that. Or I yes, mean, I do like that. We can explain this silhouette. This is easy. That's the shape of the bag. It's a much bigger bag than we were thinking, right? right? It's like draped over it right now. It's like trying to stay warm or something. It has the Adidas bag over it. You know what I mean? I see. I just don't think it's a believable shape for a creature. I like no, not at all. It's just a Dorito. Yeah. So based on this picture here, I, I don't know that that really describes the creature as we were evolving the the tail of it. This feels like the first idea we had for this creature. You know when that guy in the Sonic movie drew Sonic? <laughs> yeah. Crazy Carl. This is this is the Sonic version of this creature. Is that what you're saying? Okay. All right. So I'm gonna put him over here just as reference. <laughs> I think okay. the face looks appropriately um I like the face though. I like the face. So. It has snout like features, but I think it needs the 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 billy goat horse legs and like a like a strong quadrupedal like midsection. So not like horse shaped, but like a like a wolf almost. Yeah. Does that make sense? And then it has the front Pause. Do go go up nuts with that. I don't care. It has the little horns, but very small horns and long ears. Or the horns could also be seen as ears, so it doesn't have horns. It's it's either okay. or. So here's one horse leg. That's really mm -hmm. good, actually. Um. So, <laughs> okay. So, as Trav is drawing this for the video version of this podcast, I'm be flipping it a lot, by the way. So be scared. Okay, so as Trav is drawing this for the video version of this podcast, I think we, the three of us, should tell the tale of the Billy Horse. Do we? Do we are think we going? Are we? Yeah, I, I. We can. I think that's actually probably the best thing to do. Let Trav. Let, really let Trav go nuts. Riffing. And yeah. yeah. Okay, and we'll describe what he's drawing as it's finished as well. Um. So, I I will start. Um. How do I start this? My name was Jerry. I became a real horse boy when I found the this Billy This can't goat. be point of view from the Billy horse. It cannot be called Jerry with a Borat accent. I'm sorry, Trav. <laughs> My wife did not like feet, and I told her people like feet. You know, knives. Okay. So, 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 so my thought is going, yeah, so my thought is going back, um, uh, 
deep in the 17th century in the great colony of Delaware, the state that would become Delaware. Mm. There were several witches and Wiccans that existed deep in the forests, right outside local communities, right outside local villages. Mm -hmm. And they spun this tale of a creature so horrid that the entire state cried. cried? Uh, The entire state feared this creature's existence. Every time we saw its trademark scratch marks on trees, right as the winter melt began. Hunters would be careful because they didn't know whether those were deer tracks, deer marks, or the legendary, the fearsome, the billy horse. One such witch, uh, known only today as Jerry. Maleficent Marjorie um, Martha Stewart. Uh, the Witch of Ridley Creek. The Witch of Ridley Creek. Okay. Uh, one of these. Okay. 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 <laughs> one of these witches, known only today as the Witch of Ridley Creek, specifically in her <laughs> concoctions, in her. <laughs> in. <laughs> in oh, sorry, I drew the eyes really funny for audio listeners. In her concoctions, in her cauldrons, she would throw rabbit's feet mm-hmm. to ward off the spirit of the billy horse, to keep it away, and it would throw. she would throw these rabbit's feet all around her little camp, her little cottage, so that the billy horse would not come any deeper into her territory. Uh, Chris, I'll, I'll let you take another story here. Little did she know, though, that the billy horse secretly liked feet, and that all she was (laughs) doing was drawing it further and further across Delaware's colony to her location. Tales went through all of the colony of Delaware, traveling through newspapers. Newspapers maybe existed in this time. Who could say the records are lost? No, no, that's it. I'm sorry. This thing was just so. It was like a chihuahua. I'd kick off the street. Oh, oh my god. As oh. The, the billy horse made its way toward. This guy's Wrigley. gonna pick up fucking clank at some point. I like the chihuahua ears, though. The bad, bad ears. ears. No, I know, an, but the, it's an it's interpretation. Kind of, yeah. So it's, it's a really good drawing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so not. okay. So we have the story of of the origin of the rabbit's feet. We'll take that to she was drawing the rabbit or the, the billy horse closer and closer to so her to her cottage. What I thought it was going to be was the the people of Delaware weren't aware that her using these rabbit feet in her concoctions was keeping the billy goat away. The people of Derelict feared her for it and put her on trial. I gave so him I, a foot on his forehead. So I was going <laughs> to... No. That, you definitely did. It's a little much. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thank yeah, you. so I was going to say that, that they, they put her on trial, but before they could take her to the the, the, the stock in the middle of town to be, to be shown to the, the town square, she disappeared. And when they went to her cottage that following week to mm-hmm. find her, 
all they found was a deep trail in the dirt right from her front porch all the way into the woods. They followed that trail, and the trail started with deep tracks in the dirt, almost like what you would expect car treads look like today. And then as they got closer and closer, as the dirt became brush, as the brush became fallen leaves, that trail turned into a crimson, deep red. Justin, you take it from here. They continued following this trail until they reached a strange cave carved into the mountainside of very mountainous area of Delaware. Notably mountainous area of Delaware. Mm -hmm. Notably mountainous area of Delaware. (laughs) Is he bald? Um, Uh, Slight hairs. Slight fur. A little tuft. Um, the, the, uh, The townsfolk not believing anything that the witch had been saying during her trial wander into the uh, cave haphazardly and they found a not, they um, found a pungent odor found a pungent odor, an indescribable odor it was a mixture of different body parts lying all over this floor of the cave all disorganized yeah. all spread complete- strewn across the floor comparable Hands. to the scent of a glazed donut in today's times um <laughs> All of these Um, body parts were strewn across the floor, with the exception of one notable body part that was missing. You found all the legs, you found all the arms, you found the torsos, the heads. But at the bottom of the legs, gnawed off, missing, at the ankle, were the feet of, of every single one of these limbs. Until they suddenly stumbled upon a a mountain, a giant mound of metatarsal bones sitting there. Now, luckily, the um, the town went with the uh, the village doctor to go and find the witch, um, and the doctor was able to determine that these were the metatarsal bones of various creatures in the uh, forests of Delaware. If they hadn't brought him along, they'd be like, we don't know what kind of bones those are. He's like, don't worry, metatarsal. (laughs) Lucky there was a doctor here that knows every animal's bones. (laughs) (laughs) The 1600s. The hunters recognized the the hoofs of Mm. deer. The hoofs of the local uh, goat population. The hoofs of local sheep that had gone missing from the herds. From the herds, the livestock. But they weren't all just livestock feet. They weren't just cow feet or buffalo feet. There were dog feet, even rabbit feet, wolves, bears, most notably, several human feet. All decomposed, almost down to the bone. As if it was a really, as if it was the meal of a really fat guy <laughs> eating, eating some barbecue. Where he cleaned the, the where that's he cleaned the, the wing hole. Okay, so that's the classical story. That's the classical interpretation of the story. What uh, next? So 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 now, well, from there we would say something to the extent of uh, much of this info was was written off as legend until recently, uh, an excerpt of old newspaper was found describing mm-hmm. this creature, describing the the fearsome Billy Horse. 
It's not even a horse. And it's like that a bat wolf. And that Billy horse's features, Chris. What what did this ancient ancient this uh, old <laughs> description of this creature look like? Well, he had the top hat. He liked to dance and sing. Uh, going by the latest findings. Oh wait, sorry. These these findings were bogus as by some who tried to smear the good name of the tale of the Billy Horse and its historical impact on Delaware. Um, its features, my god, long bat-like ears, dissonant, often two forty-five degree different directions, glowing red eyes, eyebrows that conveyed innocence but betrayed its dark, hungry nature. Trav, make the eyes a little more like cat-eye-shaped. Cat if you can like smush them a little, because that way they're not just like puppy dog eyes. Yeah, this thing's very like oh, I it's, very, it's actually <laughs> it's actually kind of cute. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Uh, how do cat eyes go? Like, uh, yeah, like that, but a little bit. Yeah, Perfect. That now now it looks like it's winking at me. It looks like when my old <laughs> looks like when my old dog would like get water in its eye and it'd be like, great. Okay, so <laughs> now it looks very like it's like, it's, it's like, blitzed out of its what... fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this is oh great. it is it is high. So now let's take the let's take that description and uh, I know what's bothering me about it right now. The brows look like that one Chihuahua that someone edited like the rock eyebrow onto from that one image. You know what I, I mean? I'll put it in the video. I was I was getting scrappy do. I was getting Scrappy Doo vibes out of this thing's face. It's amazing. So, so kind of like that. But then when we do the final eyes, Trav, I would give it like that that vertical version of this same eye shape, like what the hunter. Like? Yeah, like that on the inside. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Or or just or just rotate them actually. Oh, I did the wrong part. You could, if you just rotate oh, they, them, make them just verticalize. Ro- ro- they rotate it vertically. Yeah. Nope. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for audio listeners, this is all worth it to watch on the YouTube side. But let's go back to the description of this creature uh, from a more recent source, from the 1930s, during the during the Great Depression era, when uh, local local mobs ran the underground speakeasies, and stories of people stumbling drunkenly through the streets of known party city uh, Dover, Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of the store brand, and I was like, "The, the 1930s the, party the, city." <laughs> the known, the known Delaware mob uh, connections, the debts, the 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 gambling debts. So, so Chris, uh, take the mob story away. Oh gosh, you want me to tell that story here, right I, I now? I want you to tell that story. Oh right man, now. right. Well, can you do it? It all involved the Dover Craps boys. Not the highest tiered mob craps around. Boys. I can tell you that, but they love a group play of craps. malcontents in their early twenties, barely college age, if you will, as of now. Yes. Well, they like to play gambling games <laughs> until the wee hours of the morning. You see, however, sipping on their moonshine, sipping on their moonshine, and it would make them. A little more violent than usual. They'd get the new recruits to the mob into the games late at night. Cigars puffing. Moonshine pungently piercing the air with your nose. 
Can you tell I'm on the spot? But their one bet would be on nights where they'd get too carried away that they'd throw one of the new recruits into the river if they lost their bet. If they couldn't pay up and owe them too much, they would simply put them into a bag and toss them into the local Dover River? Dover? Delaware. Doverware. Doverware. The Delaware River? Yeah. Okay. It could yeah. be that one. It could Geo be. Might be. Geography changes so much these days, but... Unfortunately, for Tommy Maxwell, purportedly, lost the bet one night and was thrown into the Delaware River. Concrete. Boys, tied concrete. To yeah, that. That's really violent. That sounds great. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> After rubbing their hands together, saying, job done, boys, and walking back to the warehouse, a grisly scream was heard. Yeah. And then they looked over, and someone sneezed, and their fear <laughs> dissolved. <laughs> Little did they know it wasn't a sneeze, though. It Little was the cry of the billy horse. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out Robert was a very quiet sneezer, and they had heard the billy horse. So, so Trav, suggestion for the drawing here. Yes. Can you make the snout sharper, like, down, rather than have it be, like, kind of... Like something like maybe not that sharp down, but something more like uh, angular, like a like a wolf snout, because it's currently like a puppy snout. Because that might make it look a little more menacing, more like coyote esque or hyena like, or whatever. Um, okay, so we have the, the actually the, yeah, yeah that looks good yeah. that that does a lot that does a lot. I think that when the teeth come in, the fangs. Yeah, I think that'll finish. Yeah. Head oh, marks. but he's got mouth in his mouth. Uh, you can still have a little poking out on the edge, right? Or bite yeah. marks in the yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's perfect because yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay, so um, we've we've told part of the mob story, uh, and for this wasn't just for small time gambling groups either. This wasn't a small time uh, deal. Even some of the biggest mob families in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> extensions of the of the, the New York's five families even those uh, their reach went all the way down to Delaware uh, as a known shipping hub for mm -hmm. the early 1930s United States yeah you you get a, you can get a lot away with a lot more in Delaware the the laws were a little bit less enforced out in the sticks of Delaware compared to the big bustling city of New York especially when it came to uh, internationally shipped alcohol smuggled mm -hmm. in on <laughs> On trade ships and because of that oftentimes when they wanted to make someone disappear these families would just like to Tommy Maxwell pickles the, oh the, just oh. like Tommy Maxwell they would find their victims with their feet sunken into concrete and thrown over and when their bodies would surface days later uh, bloated covered in uh, bite marks from local uh, nearby schools of fish. They would also notice that unlike a lot of other uh, victims found in this fashion elsewhere in the, in the country, the ankles once again had these strange sharp cuts. They weren't broken due to decomposition. They were not off. Like something was trying to get to the feet in the concrete. Yeah, <laughs> And no one could ever explain why these bodies were turning up 
what the angles ankles nod at right it was such a weird specific thing what kind of killer would do this who would try to get to the feet so desperately of all these dead bodies in the creek also how many gamblings were happening at this mob who could say but there were a lot of bodies that turned up all with their ankles as, not at it wasn't just as, gambling it was it was folks that didn't have, pay their debts hmm. from all across new york new jersey philadelphia delaware and then delaware the known mobs of, of Delaware. So Does he have a tail? Uh little little nubby tail. Got cut off. <laughs> Ooh, that's like a rabbit tail almost. It was cut off and now it is bloody. Okay, so now uh Justin, I'd like you to describe a mid nineteen sixties version of the Billy Horse story. Mid nineteen sixties. During the, the age of weed. That's what it's Free known love. as in Age of Empires. Mm, yes, the Age of Weed. Today's sponsor. We, the um. I wish. The 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 uh, Great Depression of the United States has long since passed. We've gotten out of World War II, and and the uh, United States of America is seeing a bit of a economic resurgence. A lot of people are starting to believe in free love and are traveling out to less populated areas of. United Delaware. States to try and try and re- reconnect with nature. One such area that has yet to be touched with the modern civilization is the, the state of Delaware, as who would want to be there in the first place. Um, Most notably, one of Delaware's 17 state parks yes. was where local teens would go to uh, in, smoke uh, and smoke fraternize, and fraternize yeah. with each other and make love into late nights. Um, but wasn't wasn't really once love, we realized what, later we really we realized later as we we thought the screaming that we heard was uh, un- it was actually <laughs> <laughs> actually it was the Billy Horse it wasn't an orgasm after all <laughs> <laughs> hello and good night everyone <laughs> make sure to tip your waitress thanks Danny DeVito <laughs> oh. So, long story short there, there was a group of five teens that went out to the state parks of Delaware. Um, Two of them went off into the night, and uh, as as things started getting a little bit frisky, um, they started hearing a a screaming out into the woods, A a, a a scream all too familiar to the local denizens of Delaware, but as to these out-of-towners... Not not as um not as recognizable. They were t- they were taken aback by the sudden screaming out into the woods and thought potentially their friends who they had left behind were in danger. They they follow the sound of the screams to try and see if they can help their friends. And uh, the last thing they remember is seeing the red glowing eyes of the billy horse. Hidden see both falling apart. Hidden deep in a deep behind a nearby set of bushes, mm. they they peered into a set of bushes and found glowing eyes staring back at them. They immediately jumped back and started to try and run away from the imposing set of eyes that were hidden in these bushes, but all they could hear were the unrealistic trotting of horse feet 
that <laughs> they know that they know. They know that horses aren't in these. Aren't in these. Horses aren't real. And horses are tra- much bigger the, than this. The, they're not the in trademark these plotting, as if it was of a horse or a donkey or a small goat, but it wasn't running towards them. No, it was running past them. One of them felt its coarse, uh, matted, jagged fur scrape past its uh, his his upper leg as it ran past. And before they could get their flashlight aimed at this creature one more time, it was already gone. Mm. All they could see were those hoof marks. Small hoof marks. Smaller than a horse. Smaller than a donkey. Smaller than even a goat. And, curiously enough, only one set. Normally an animal with these kind of feet, they would have two sets of horse tra- of tracks left behind. But there's only one left behind by the billy goat. They told the papers, of course but they are in a spot notorious for drug use and merrymaking late into the night, and they wrote off the teens as just having another Sex drug venture. Sex makes me hallucinate. Sex makes me hallucinate, baby, shake it. Duke Nukem on the scene for the new cryptid. That so, shit was so, crazy. <laughs> I saw the billy horse. You wouldn't fucking believe it. I mean, maybe you would. Maybe you should. Duke loves some feet, but come on, man, that's weird. <laughs> Get a new fetish, bitch. <laughs> I like the Dorito pile being the pile of bones. Yeah, that, it has that, eyes that, too. Yeah, that recontextualized like very well. Yeah. Okay, so uh, essentially, we, we've Trav's almost done with this creature, uh, as far as as I can tell. Yeah, and I'm running out of things I want to put on him. I it's uh, honestly me- it's very good. It's kind of cute, which is a good thing for a marketable cryptid. <laughs> it is a good thing. It honestly uh, is. Um, can you give could, it some like emaciated backbone, like oh, like ribs, like ribs? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, I gave him some spine here, but like, yeah, like, maybe just make them a little more protruding, uh, like he's hungry. Right. Yeah. How, do, how, do, how do how do ribs work? Uh, he doesn't get as much feed as he wants. I was gonna say yeah, there's just, a quite a market for um, cutesy pitutsi uh, yeah. cryptid stickers and such on Etsy. I can see the text "I eat ass" above this thing doing quite well. <laughs> Yeah, I like feet. What about it? <laughs> so so to describe this creature uh, for the audio listeners, uh, again, it will be in the show notes. It'll be the second image in the show notes, most likely. Um, and it'll be fully uh, described there for you to know which one you're clicking on. Uh, it still kind of has a, uh, a chihuahua-esque face. Like the bat ears kind of look like a, a chihuahua's big floppy ears. <laughs> There's big text that says, I eat ass in impact font over the top of it now. Uh, slightly so outlined. White text, now thicker outline, uh, black outline, white text. Uh, it's got very sharp, glowing red eyes. The, 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 it's getting thicker, the boldness of the, of the outline. It's exactly as I imagined. Oh, my God. Uh, it's got little stubby, like almost tiny devil horns right above its eyebrows, which look inquisitive. Uh, not, not necessarily monstrous. Wait, I drew the ribs going down. They're supposed to go sideways. Oops. Trav. Uh, it's got a, an angled snout. Uh, and it's got teeth sticking out of the sack, the the torn burlap sack uh, of that you can see the it's bones and the, the blood of the feet underneath uh, as the as the sack is tearing. Um, you can see the teeth sticking out from both the top and the bottom of the the place in the sack where it is holding this bag. Uh, it's got four horse hooves, but it kind of stands like a like a Charmander almost, where it's a little hunched over. <laughs> Uh, it's got a little bit of a hunch to it, but it's still bipedal. But you could tell that it could be quadrupedal. 
Uh, it's got a little nubby tail with a bit of blood uh, sticking out of it as if it got into a fight, uh, which I think is good. Yeah. Yeah. This it's thing's scrappy. It can't intrigue. win every fight, but it knows when to run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is good. I like this. Trap, does, think- Trap has done impressively well. Yeah, this, this is, is really, very, really good. very good. 30 this minutes really of drawing. I forgot to give him the human foot fin. Oh, that thing you said. Yeah. I think I think that's okay. I don't think we... <laughs> that's just the Mario World background hill. What are you doing? <laughs> that's a Yoshi. So, uh, that's, an, that's a good description for this. Now it's, got, now it's got the Mario hill with the eyes. Diglet! Oh, oh now it's a god! diglet. Oh my god, it's a wiglet. Don't say that. Wug trio. So, uh, do we have no, anything I else? The we- app. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to. Wait, hold I'd say the best part is um, it may seem like we've made this up, but this is actually real. This is oh. all real. We we researched this. It has uh, what color fur? We can say like dark brown, dark gray, grayish brown dark fur. Dark gray, dark gray. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Trav did a really good job. I think that's where we will uh, uh, finalize the description of this creature. Uh, the Delaware Billy Horse. The the Billy Horse and that roams the streets of D- Delaware, and by streets I mean forests. Uh, there's the ass. It's now the word. The uh, Trav is highlighting it like it's almost like a the shadow, like the shadow that this thing would cast. But he's uh, it's he's drawn to be like a flashlight. But oh, um, I like that. Gotta... I like that a lot. That actually works really well. Yeah, no, that's really good. Okay, so uh, that is where we'll call the description of the Billy Horse uh, for now. If you want to tell and weave the tales of the Billy Horse, uh, keep in mind its features. It's a scrappy three and a half foot uh, long creature with horse Short hooves. Short king. Short king. Uh, it specifically gnaws at, it's an, it's an ankle biter. It gnaws at the ankles of uh, local woodland creatures in Delaware and mainly Delaware. It doesn't seem to go past Delaware but it hovers around the state parks and travels between different caves uh, found in the state parks where it keeps its mountain of uh, trophies that it keeps for bragging rights. And I some guess. may say that um, it was an old wives tale passed down from generation to generation to try and make sure children didn't run outside without shoes on. Others say that it is real and still roaming and looking for more. We forgot about that part. Yeah. It's the uh, don't run around in the forest without your shoes on always wear your shoes and if you're inside wear condoms on your shoes so that you don't take them off and get your shoes eaten because it may in fact put its offspring uh it's little babies inside the shoes where it will nibble at your feet so it's all true that this all happened this is all science this has all happened it's all science um this is all science end of chapter end of chapter uh so let us know if you liked this uh we're not done with the podcast just yet but i think this section of the podcast is over with uh definitely check out trav's uh really really good drawing of this creature like this is a creature that you could believe exists because it does it's real yeah um if you don't you let should. us know let us know next time you're sitting around a campfire telling scary stories if you tell the story of the billy horse you can uh, tag us uh anywhere on social platforms uh let us know because we would love to share the stories that you have shared of the legendary billy horse and honestly, add more lore. Yeah. What else does the Billy Horse do? Continue to add lore. Maybe it maybe it goes to Smash tournaments and hits on people. Who knows? 
It might. Why are you looking at me? It, it could just I detect wasn't. the scent from so far away at that point. Such a mass collection of smelly people. It's prime target this. territory. Delaware smash tournaments. So, and they um, deserve it. with all of that said, we do have uh, one more thing to do for this episode, unless we have anything else we want to say about the Billy Horse, any of us. I love him. He's cute. I want a marketable plushie that I'll never touch. Yo, we could make a makeshift of this thing and then not be able to sell enough. Sorry, Trav. <laughs> that wasn't a dig at Trav. That's a dig at anyone who does makeshift. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they never they never sell. But the Billy Horse, it might. Especially if it has the I eat ass uh, plushy text <laughs> over top. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, um, Justin, I'm going to ask this of you because I don't want to move around yes, my windows can, too much I here. I already have, we have the, uh, Patreon the, patron, the Patreon question of the week. For uh, only $5 a month, you can join the founder tier over at patreon.com slash crub. You get exclusive content, including the pre- and post-shows and the full VOD versions of these live-streamed podcasts. You get bonus podcasts, including discussions about things like Ted Lasso's seasons one, two, and three, the full series, in three separate episodes of the podcast, starring uh, famous Twitch streamer JTart9 uh, sitting above me here on this screen, as well as Nico, All Hail Buckets, talking about their experiences with that show. We have a bunch of other bonus content. We are going through every single Mario Party board uh, and keeping score, and whoever wins the most will kill the other seven uh, or something. It's that's that's factual. It did. It happened. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Patreon.com slash club. One of the other bonuses is that you can ask us a Patreon question of the week and we will answer one of them every week on the show. So the crazy even asked us the question we chose for this week. Yes. Uh, Patreon question of the week from the crazy even. Um, what is the most frustrating moment slash mental block you've encountered when writing or creating anything, excluding outside circumstances? So, Chris, I'll let you go first, but I have to highlight, I didn't realize, so uh, the Billy Horse now also says it hates Delaware, uh, and then it says, like, feet with a little, like, uh, colon three smiley face, but I thought it meant, like, it has captured three feet. Like, that's how many (laughs) feet it currently has. It's keeping the count. In its its bag. I I was imagining Uh, it, like, it's just, there's some graffiti, and it just happened to be spotted there, but I think both interpretations are actually correct. Um, Yeah, no. The worst one I've ever been in is in the one I'm currently in, because I haven't really been able to energize myself to make a video most of the I thought year. you meant the podcast. I thought you meant, like, right this moment. I hate I like, this Damn. podcast, and it's a drag every <laughs> week, and I don't have fun on it. So uh, your current creative block is the is the current one, you were saying? Yeah, I either can't keep my focus on what I have, like, down on paper to make, and I can't get energized about new ideas. So that's, okay. I'm in a weird limbo of like the things I know I can make, I'm not really energized by. And the things I don't know I can make, I don't know them and I can't get myself to generate them. So I'll yeah. get back to you yeah. on this one, I guess. That's something that I think a lot of us run into. I don't know if I can speak for you on this one, Trav, but uh, I've had moments where it's like, I don't know what it is that I specifically uh, want to make or what I should take a risk on. And usually, uh, it, some of my best work comes out of those periods when I come and I come back or I decide on an idea. Mm. So there was a point at which I hedged on the idea of doing a, a PlayStation All-Stars video. And then like two weeks before, I was like, I need to do this. And mm. so that was my first PlayStation All-Stars retrospective, which was the first video of mine that really gained any traction for like two days. 
And same with Legend of Dragoon. Chris and I had talked about that game many, many times and gushed about it. And then like a month before, I was like, I think we need to do this. It's the 20th anniversary in a few weeks. And so I went in, I played the whole, you know, 40 hour game. Um, I recorded in a goddamn 100 degree unfinished attic because I wasn't at home because we were in um, uh, COVID restrictions at the time. So I was quarantined. Mm hmm. So that was fun. Uh, and then Chris and I put together the edit and that was really the the big shift in what I decided or what I felt my direction was for, for the channel at that point. Um, mm -hmm. Same with Ratchet 3. I kept wanting to do Ratchet 3 for five years and I just never did because I was like, I don't know that I can do it justice the way I want to. And then I sat down and I started recording Ratchet 3 and... I stopped myself and said, no, I have to do one and two again first to do them the right way. I can't say watch my five-year-old videos. One of them is just the third video I ever made. Right. And that led to uh, all of what I've done since. You know, the whole Ratchet retrospective series came from that drive to do what I would consider my childhood favorite game, the justice that I felt it deserved, but also to uh, chip at the fact that I also had a lot of critiques of it and mm -hmm. that came out of me sitting there not sure what i wanted to do uh not sure how i wanted to do it not sure if i could do it um and a lot of really really uh, great projects came out of that whether they're good videos is up to you to decide but um yeah uh, it's happened multiple times and every time i'm stuck in one of those periods i just uh i take solace in the fact that you always come out of them better and I think that's happened with you too, Chris. Like when you had a few months off uh, a year or so back and your first video back felt uh, like so far improved from prior stuff. Like it felt like there was a new you there that was more mm. you and less, you know, the thing we all do where we have voice over voice. Right. Yeah. You know, the less you care, the better it turns out essentially <laughs> is the is the moral of the story. Um Justin, I know you don't create uh, content in this traditional way that Evan's referring to, but you do stream and you haven't in a long time. Why? Um, honestly, just life getting in the way. Um, Why? Plus the, uh, do you do you really want me to get into the specifics? I don't care. Uh, Justin has like twenty jobs. <laughs> yeah, I have like twenty jobs, and then we also have the podcast. So whenever I do have that like burst of energy to stream, we're making cryptids together, and uh, I have a lot of fun with this. Um, I feel like a lot more of my personal creative energy has been put into the podcast itself. And uh, it's just really a struggle to come back from the podcast to go to my personal stuff. But the personal stuff will hopefully come back sooner rather than later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trav, what about you? I don't know if you're still at your um, your drawing tablet or if you're back at your main. I'm on good mic now. Hi, uh, you still have uh, eating I'm, ass as your I, as your I, I, image for the okay. You should. Um, oh, here I could fix that. One second. I can oh, are you gonna it. like chroma key yourself into this? <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. Oh no. That'd be a silly um, belly. Trav, tell us about your writer's <laughs> block moments. Or oh, hi. You're just you just lunged back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Travis, so for the audio, Travis yeah, for the audio listeners. The picture, don't worry. Picture in picture, he is the Billy Horse. Yeah, like over the face of the Billy Horse, there's Trav's webcam, webcam and the text, yeah. I eat ass right over it. <laughs> and he ran and grabbed his keyboard. Now he's setting back down. So, Hi, Trav. so Trav, tell us about your writer's block. Oh, I see. He's, he's, he's now doing 
the crop so that is just his face over the Billy Horse's face. He's cropped the webcam. Um, wow. So my biggest, what was the question? Your moment of writer's block or creative block or struggling to create. Oh, yeah, I get that a lot. Um... <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> wanna, uh... Yeah, anyway, oh, see you guys. I'm trying, I'm trying... <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank all right. you all for coming. Uh, from our perspective, we didn't know how much of what we just said you heard, so we're just sitting here like, yeah, what? What the hell, no, Trav? I, uh, you ever have issues? Yeah, I do a lot. Um, <laughs> no, it's usually uh, time that gets to me. Uh, I don't really have an issue with getting to work. I have an issue with like committing to it, um, which is mm, leading okay. up to something less vague. Um, my biggest issue still, arguably, is I get distracted easily. And I'm not exactly the most disciplined when it comes to, hey, I got to get this thing done because I need to work and I need money. Um, Me too. And so I'll just get lost playing Starfield or something. Like, even if I'm recording footage for it, I'm like, I could be doing something. My editor is sitting here waiting for me to get something to him. uh, And I'm just recording footage, which doesn't, like, you know, I'm not being efficient with my time. Um, And so, like, the 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 way that i've been the, the question was like how we get around it right yeah i mean i take it that direction yeah okay yeah. um the one thing i started doing recently which has been helping uh is because i don't have a dedicated workplace um my computer desk is in my bedroom which is already really bad for work ethic and morale <laughs> trust um, me that's a mood yeah. i'm i'm um, now out of that and it's been a boon <laughs> towards my mental health yeah. and productivity so i've heard um, but, uh, because it's not really an option, um, at the moment anyway, to get an office, uh, what I've done to rectify that is, um, making sure that I've done, oh, excuse me, at least three hours of work, um, before doing anything fun on my computer. Mm. Um, and then three hours again after dinner time, like no fun games after dinner, get some work done. Um, if I don't get like a full six hours before then, because um, at the moment eight hours is tricky with current life events. See, I'm surprised you do it. Uh, you do work hours after dinner because I usually get sleepy. I get that uh, that sugar crash. I mean, my goal is to just do six hours before dinner, but if I don't, like, just get something done. Yeah, because I feel like for me it's like food time. I take a break and then I come back like a little while later after I'm like yeah. refreshed and I'm no longer in that. Uh, that, that not, it's not a sugar I crash, mean, part but... of that is also, it's more like I'm going to spend time. I should have clarified. Um, I'm spending time away from my computer after I eat to kind of help with that. Mm. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, so sort of still that way. Clarity. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's uh, a do very you have... good point made with the camera that he, Trav has set up after he left his drawing tablet for audio listening. Yeah. Trav is still superimposed over the uh, <laughs> ass eating. They don't horse. need to know. <laughs> Uh, so do you have any specific project you can think of that was one you really struggled with in that way, Travis? Right, that was the question. Um, I'd say that my biggest ones, uh, this is going to sound backwards maybe to some people, um, the biggest problems or uh, projects that I struggle with are usually the ones that I'm more passionate about because I'm a lot harder on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a result, I am 
uh, I'm stepping away because I'm overwhelming myself with what I could do differently. Um, like I, I have a bad habit of like, if I'm getting overwhelmed with something, I just throw my hands up and say, fuck it and walk away. Um, thankfully that really only happens with my own personal projects. It hasn't happened in a situation that is, um, less trivial, but, um, it's usually if I get overwhelmed thinking about how I could do a project differently, how something could be better. If something's not up to my standard, uh, I get hard on myself and then I just kind of stand up and walk away, mm. which is always tricky. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, so, uh, I, I guess if you want a more specific example, um, my latest Metroid video was probably the biggest in that regard, uh, which, which was a while ago. I want to say it was Metroid prime, uh, which is yeah. Over a year ago. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a lot for me. It it was a lot to make me sit down, buckle down, and actually finish it. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel that. I um, Over time with the Ratchet videos, it got harder and harder to produce them because there were so many jokes I had to remember to add in. And each one was its own story I was telling of production or whatever, where I'm weaving together both the development story, the development of the series, the series story, um, and my own story with it all at once while also then building the story for the viewer of the of the video series. So doing the the pirate joke, the, the I'm a little teapot joke coming back uh, again and again and again. Or um, say it with me, which I, I then ended at one point in the um, in the with a joke in one of the videos, which was a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end, like I remember uh, genuinely getting like not choked up, but there was a moment like when I had just finished the Rift Apart video, the the, the retrospective one, where like I had the intro playing and it kind of hit me. I'm like, this has been well over a year and change of my life uh, working on these videos as my job. And uh, it's because of that that it became my job as a dedicated thing because it was already something I was doing as my mostly full-time job. But then those videos propelled it into another level. Mm-hmm. And so to have had that come full circle and be able to say, I'm, I'm through it. Uh, there was a moment of, of like, man, man. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And the PSP games. And then the, I remembered my and... example if we're not running too long here, by the way, mine, because I realized in the first place, I never even asked to answer with the example. Mine was the Sonic collection video which was going over all yes. the Sonic. Yeah. yeah. That was one I had the idea for like a year before. I was like, no one's really done this. Someone should do that. And then I didn't do it for like a year naturally. Right. That one was just a logistical thing of like, I need to convey everyone concisely. I need to get footage from every game in each collection potentially, and then convey quirks and pros and cons of each collection concisely and not let this run on forever and be boring and be actually too detail oriented to where it's just, it's kind of boring and repeating the same things over and over. I think it yeah, worked out. Yeah. I got the Mothman statue in that video that ties back around. I don't know why I did that, but that's in that video full circle. Yeah. You can see yeah, me I, I, there for that. So I remember you coming back to that one once or twice. And, um, there were a couple of videos like this where I, like, I just kind of was like, no, like just, just push through and, just get it out, even if you're not happy with it, because you'll be happy mm-hmm. with it uh, another day um, mm-hmm. down the road. Because uh, that's something that I always struggled with was was 
that. That's why I started the PS Plus series was just to get myself out there every single week or whatever. Um, and now, thank God, I don't have to do that every <laughs> single week. You don't want for- to talk about Saints Row as the company's being shut down. <laughs> Welcome to Plays Plus One. No, oh, please, God. Uh, that is where I think we will call this episode of the Crubcast for today. Um, thank you, everyone who's tuned in. Thank you uh, for checking it out either in the audio realm or on YouTube. Again, these air live or these air um, every Friday. They are streamed live every Tuesday. If you are watching on YouTube, leave us a comment. Uh, make sure to hit the like button. Or if you did already and you didn't like the video, you can take it back now. I give you permission. If you're watching in the audio realm, uh, give us a nice review, um, only nice ones, because those help us uh, get on the charts a little bit with this podcast stuff. Um, and yeah, that's about everything. If you if you watch on one platform, maybe leave us a nice thing on the other as well, because uh, every little bit helps get this stuff further out for people. Uh, and that means that more people get to see us do dumb shit like this. Uh, If you enjoyed the cryptid concept, let us know. We have a bunch of other stupid ideas like this that we can definitely do, uh, much less video-oriented for uh, ones other than the cryptid one. Don't worry. Um, Mm. Anyone else have anything they would like to add before we say goodbye for today? Um, Nope. No. Wear your shoes. Eat ass. Respect your parents. Unless they don't deserve it. And go to to patreon.com slash crub. And if you if you donate the five dollars a month to help support us at Crub, Justin will let you eat his ass. <laughs> <laughs>